Welcome to the Black Girls Raised in the South podcast, a podcast dedicated to elevating the voices and centering the lived experiences of Black women raised in the South. Our goal is to inspire, motivate, and encourage all women to thrive. I'm your host, Taffany English, a.k.a. The Motivator, and I am a Black girl raised in the South. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Taffany, a.k.a. The Motivator and Black girl raised in the South. Listen, as promised, I'm coming to you this week with a bonus episode. Listen, I am thrilled about the outcomes of the election. And after listening to the address from Vice President-elect Kamala Harris and President-elect Joe Biden, I am feeling so much joy. And I know many are right there with me. And while we maintain this momentum and are in this celebratory mode, I want us to not forget the last four years, definitely not dwell there, but don't forget the last four years and the work leading up to the 2020 election that yielded us the results we saw on Saturday. Many of you can agree that in 2016, um, that was yet another dark part of our political discourse in this country. In 2016, we were unprepared, but like we have done time and time again, and history has proven this, we've regrouped, strategized, organized, mobilized, met people where they were, and ensured every person that voted that their votes mattered. Not only did their votes matter, but their issues also mattered. And that's what we have to keep at the forefront. And that's really what I want to talk to you about today. This will be a, a short episode. And I just want us to maintain this momentum, latch on, and get to work. The eyes of the nation were once again turned to the South, specifically Georgia and the work of Stacey Abrams, which we owe an immense amount of gratitude for Stacey Abrams and her team, those that she inspired and mobilized through Fair Fight. Because we know after witnessing the gross mismanagement of the 2018 election by the Secretary of State's office in her bid for governor, we all realized at that moment, just like she realized, that voting rights is the pinnacle of power in our country. So in response, Stacey Abrams launched Fair Fight and committed to enhance and protect our democracy. And she was not alone in this. Other women, other Black women throughout the South who had been engaging in grassroots movement building began restructuring, recruiting, and seeking ways to strengthen their structure so that they could go into communities talk to people about their issues, elevate those issues, and get them registered to vote. Notably, I should also mention Tasha Brown with Black Voters Matter. Other organizations like 
Florida Rights Restoration Coalition, the New Georgia uh, Project, the Power Coalition for Equity and Justice in Louisiana, Mississippi Votes, um, Alabama Coalition for uh, Immigrant Justice, Rolling to the Polls. There were so many grassroots organizations throughout the South on the ground doing this work. And while Georgia became that shining blue star, specifically Atlanta, we can thank black and brown women organizers who were leading these efforts and making significant gains throughout the South. And those small pockets of transformation matter. We must continue engaging and building throughout every phase of the political process. I want you all to, you know, dig a little bit deeper in these southern states and look at these pockets of change that we saw in specific counties. I actually was looking at the map of Mississippi earlier, and I've never seen um, this level of progression in my lifetime in Mississippi. And I'm also beginning to see that progression happen in my home state of Alabama. And one of my greatest desires ever since I was uh, an eligible voter, I have never missed an opportunity to vote because I aspire to see the political landscape of the South change. Because we know, as they say, so goes the uh, South, so goes the nation, right? That is where attention is focused. Now, listen, over the next few months, we can expect a turbulent transition. And it will be hard to it will be hard to remain focused on the task at hand. But we must. We cannot focus on the turbulence. We cannot focus on the resistance from the other side who we know um, have taken every opportunity to oppress and silence us. States revealed what was always there, plain and simple. And we can no longer be in denial about this. And we can no longer just point the finger at 45. While he emboldened this base and he was intentional about doing it, we must come to the conclusion that this was nothing new. So it is my hope that we are no longer in denial about the evil of racism and white supremacy and how it has played out in our political process. I hope this election proved to you that not only does your vote matter, but you matter. And you should be centered throughout the local and national policies directly impacting you. We are now facing some hard truths and we will be wrestling with the exposure of what was already there. And with so much work ahead of us, we must all answer this question. What will I do? Because this journey will not happen overnight. And this journey does not change or shape up because of who's in office. I know politics are messy. And I know many have lost faith in the system. Rightfully so. It is clear, or at least it should be, that our two-party system has failed us in so many ways. But we are not stuck. There is hope. Because this is a long-term, multi-generational issue. We certainly have work to do. And this work will only be done when we center our resources to those working in the communities directly impacted by policies and empowering them to use not only their vote, but their voice. There is a better way and there is a way forward.
The future is us. It's about us and it's on us. Issues like this coronavirus pandemic that has disparately impacted Black people and and people of color, housing issues, education, voting rights, I mean, poverty, racial inequality, our healthcare, environmental justice. I mean, issue after issue. What happens here in the South sets the tone for the rest of the country. And how much longer will we endure putting people in high places in D.C. when it's clear that they don't represent us all? Black women have always led. Black women in the South were at the forefront of a, of a lot of movement building, specifically the civil rights movement here. And we cannot forget that. We've had some very, very dark times in our history. And I'm reminded of a quote from Stacey Abrams. And it's remember this, in the darkest moments, when the work doesn't seem worth it and change seems just out of reach, out of our willingness to push through comes a tremendous power and we must use it. Together, we all reject it what has plagued this country these four years. And I want to remind those of you who are tuning in that it is the power of the people that shifted the national conversation and changed what many thought was politically impossible. We know that political rhetoric will always follow a cultural shift. So when this happens, it is up to us to ensure that policies are following and sticking. Y'all, it is not enough to simply cast your vote and sit silently by to wish and will. We must continue to show up each and every time at every election, even at the local level. And after we cast that vote, we must act even if that simple act is saying to your neighbor, hey, have you voted? Hey, are you registered? Hey, are you aware of what's happening with the city council this week? Do you know what's happening down at the school board? Do you know what they're about to vote on? That's action. You don't necessarily have to run for a political office. If that is you, we will get behind you. We must stop being active participants in our own oppression. Record number of voters have turned out for this election. Black, indigenous, and people of color, and it was multi-generational. So we also need to thank our young people and not only thank them and applaud them for getting us over this finish line, we have to bring our young people to the table. This is their democracy too. They showed up for America and we must embrace and include them throughout every phase of this political process. Listen, my good friend, Dr. Eddie Moore oftentimes says, look, we can't flip. We we can't flip every pancake. So listen, our focus cannot be on the 73 plus million folks that turned a blind eye to this plague of racism and corruption over the last four years. Those who want change will change. Those of us 
who have expanded our vision to include all of humanity, we made a moral and conscious decision and we must stand by it. And it is our responsibility to continue this fight that reflects our vision for the future. Our nation needs healing. We need truth and reconciliation. And we are facing a reckoning within this country that is multi-layered and it does not just lay at the feet of politicians or the political process. It starts in our homes, in our communities, and then expands to the nation at large. Together, we are powerful. Our power should be uncompromising and unshakable. Recognize it, own it, and use it. Listen. When Vice President-elect Kamala Harris walked out on that stage to give her address after the race was called, in all of her glory, she had a message to women and girls throughout the nation. And I want to emphasize that message again. And I specifically want to speak to women and girls throughout the South, wherever you are, because your roots may be here and you may be blossoming somewhere else. But I want to speak to that black girl raised in the South. And I want to emphasize again in the exact words that Vice President Kamala Harris used. And her quote was this, dream with ambition, lead with conviction and see yourself in a way that others may not. And know that we will applaud you every step of the way. It truly is a new day. The baton is passing and we welcome you. We welcome your leadership. We embrace your leadership. Listen, we all deserve to thrive. So in solidarity, we fight on and we rise. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Black Girls Raised in the South podcast. I'm your host, Taffany English. If you enjoyed today's conversation, please take a moment to subscribe, share, and leave us a review. Be sure to tune in for the next episode of Black Girls Raised in the South.